You're listening to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates, and uh, Sarah's here today as well, uh, taking care of things, trying to get our phone lines working. Um, phones are, you know, kind of those tricky things. Um, sometimes they work, sometimes they go down. But we've got some, uh, uh, just a. A remarkable story to share today about a professor who I think influenced um, uh, the formation of many church workers and um, very thankful for the way that uh, one that he impacted me as a as a student, but also um, the many pastors that uh, who serve and other church workers who serve um, who have served me um, and uh, they have been impacted by him as well. Joining me in studio today. The, the Reverend uh, the Reverend Charlie Henriksen, Charles Henriksen of St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Bonterre, Missouri, and one of the hosts of Concord Matters. Pastor Henriksen, thanks so much for joining us today. To be gratias ago. <laughs> to thee I give thanks. That's a little Latin for you there, which I learned from Professor Freilich. Professor Charles Freilich. He was a professor of biblical languages, theological languages, at Concordia University, Chicago for... Uh, many, many years, and we'll get a little of the history um, with him here in just a little bit as soon as our phones come back. Uh, <laughs> uh, we have a, a guest joining us from uh, from Oak Lawn, Illinois, in just a little bit as well, as soon as our phone lines come back up. Um, when did you study with Professor Freilich? Uh, twice. Now, I'd had Latin in high school first at Luther North High School, uh -huh. Luther High School North in Chicago, and I uh, had two years of Latin under uh, my favorite teacher there, Mr. Nathaniel Grunst. I had signed up for Latin three at Luther North, but there were not enough kids to, uh, to offer it, so I wasn't able to take Latin three. But then when I went to what we call at the time Concordia Teachers College River Forest, now known as Concordia University Chicago, I took a year of Latin uh, again with um, Professor Charles Freilich. And that was during my undergrad days. After uh, graduation, a few years later, I was thinking seriously about going to, uh, to seminary, and I knew I would have to have Greek. So in my spare time, I took uh, Greek with Professor Freilich a few years after graduation. Were you planning on going to seminary to be a pastor at that point when you first started studying languages? When No, I was going to be a history teacher. Uh -huh. uh, that was my first love. And then later on, uh, as great as that is, I saw the uh, ministry of the gospel as even more important. And I seemed to do well at languages and knowing the Bible and so on. So that's when I knew uh, I wanted to uh, study Greek to see if I could handle seminary. And I did that under Professor Freilich, and it went very well. I had the privilege of studying with Professor Freilich in 1995. I had gone to Concordia University River Forest, uh, transferred in as a transfer student, planning on uh, studying at that time, was thinking about seminary, but wasn't absolutely certain. And so I studied Greek and uh, and then the following year uh, introduced Hebrew as well with uh, Professor Jastrom. Okay. Um, but uh, Professor Freilich was so gracious. Um, I was not the best student of languages. <laughs> <laughs> and he was so gracious uh, with me as I embarked on this uh, new adventure of, of learning a language. And I remember him 
him sharing in class that um, uh, if you had studied Latin, that uh, that would be, you're going to be better off uh, if yes. you had studied Latin before studying Greek. And, um, and I had not, unfortunately, studied Latin prior to that. Why is studying languages so valuable to, um, well, to Christians and especially for church workers? Why is studying um, biblical languages or theological languages so helpful? Well, first of all, the Bible is written in Hebrew and in Greek. So there are things you catch and notice by reading the text in the original language that uh, you don't quite catch uh, reading it just in an English translation. Uh, it'd be like, oh, watching a baseball game in black and white on television versus watching a baseball game in person in the stadium. Uh, that's one analogy that is sometimes used. Uh, so because God gave his word to us in Hebrew and Greek, that's why traditionally our church at least uh, requires our students, our pastors, to have studied Hebrew and Greek. Uh, as far as uh, the other theological languages, Latin is the foremost uh, because it has been the language of the church really for, well, from about the year 300, I would say, to really the 1960s, after Vatican II changed uh, the requirement of the Latin Mass. But in, in the Lutheran Church, I mean, Luther wrote in Latin. Um, and I just heard this story the other day. I think it was in 1926. And Francis Pieper, one of the presidents of our seminary here in St. Louis, I, this may have been at the dedication of the... Uh, at the uh, dedication of the uh, new campus in Clayton, was giving an oration in Latin. And then people looked up and there was an airplane flying overhead. And this was kind of the, the, the crossing of the eras. You know, it, it was expected that students coming to the seminary would know Hebrew, Greek, Latin, and German. Those were the four important languages. And so uh, even into the 1920s, there were still lessons giving, given in Latin. Wow. So learning biblical languages certainly is, is important to the, the formation of church workers. But um, uh, Sarah, now joining us in studio, thanks for fixing the phone, Sarah. You're welcome. I just ran. <laughs> so now you're all out of breath. I had a nice deep breath before I walked in here. Yeah. Uh, Good morning. Good morning. I've had coffee <laughs> and so, a run. Uh, you, you also uh, studied at Concordia University Chicago. Chicago. Uh, mm -hmm. It was was it Concordia Teachers College when you were there? Concordia Teachers College nice. River Forest. <laughs> then it became Concordia College River Forest. Then Concordia University River Forest, and now Concordia University Chicago. But it's the same school. Yeah, it is same campus. Joining us by phone now, uh, the Reverend Mark Burkholz. He's pastor at Faith Lutheran Evangelical Lutheran Church in Oaklawn, Illinois. Pastor Burkholz, thanks so much for joining us this morning. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. You uh, you were a student, I think also, I think we were in the same class uh, studying Greek and, and studying theological languages uh, with Pastor, our Professor Freilich. Um, tell us a little bit about, I, I know you, you've gotten to know him quite well through the years. Tell us a little bit about the history of Professor Freilich. Sure. Yeah, I was a student at Concordia University, River Forest, from 96 to 2000. I had Professor Freilich for a class every year. I had him for Latin my first year, freshman year. I had him for Greek my next two years. And then my final year, I did a senior honors project, just he and I one-on-one -on -one all year long. And I'd be happy to talk a little bit more about that. Uh, but Professor Freilich was at 
River Forest for about 40 years, uh, from 1962 to 97. He technically retired, but he stayed and kept on teaching in retirement for many years before that. Uh, he grew up, he was born in Texas, a place called Goose Creek. I have no idea where that is. Uh, 1927, his father was a pastor, uh, went to a seminary and uh, decided that kind of teaching was going to be his thing, so he stayed on to get a second master's degree in the St. Louis area. He taught at Luther High School South there uh, in St. Louis, uh, both math uh, and, I believe, some, some Latin and some languages as well. When all that kind of wrapped up uh, in the St. Louis area, he came to River Forest. He taught there for, like I said, about 40 or so years. Uh, finally, when he was no, no longer able to teach anymore, he moved back to Texas. He had some family down there. Uh, where he lived out the rest of his life, uh, passing away just a few weeks ago. He, I don't know if we have any idea how many students he had, he'd ever hundreds. taught. Hundreds. Hundreds, <laughs> hundreds of, of students at uh, Concordia. And, and I didn't even realize that he had taught high school as well. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That's amazing. One of those students, uh, another one of those students joining us now, uh, Melanie Sorensen. Melanie, thanks so much for joining us today. So I was a student with um, Professor Freilich from 2002 through 2004, and it was a pretty incredible time. Um, <laughs> this dates me, but um, MySpace and Facebook were founded during my um, first and second years in college, <laughs> and instant messaging was a big thing through AOL Instant Messenger. Um, and all of these things just really were kind of changing the entire social structure of, I mean, really the world, um, which made Pastor Freilich's class um, either pure torture mm -hmm. or the highest delight. Um, I remember the very first day of class, he gave this long litany of um, his extremely rigorous expectations along with demonstrations of what his class was going to be like um, in a very old-school recitation and pronunciation, um, and then proceeded to give us the statistics for the number of students who were going to fail and <laughs> invited the students at that time to go ahead and dismiss themselves if this was not accommodating to them. And I remember half the class walked out. Wow. Um, and it was... It really was kind of one of those moments where you knew that you were signing up for something that was going to probably change your entire academic year. Um, it was incredibly special of an opportunity for me because six months before I entered college at River Forest, um, my dad was killed in a plane crash. Um, and my dad had confided in me just the week before he died that he was really hoping to sell his law firm. He was an attorney, and he wanted to become a second career pastor um, and go to the seminary. And so when he died, there was this just kind of hunger in me to learn everything that I could of, of something that was so precious to my dad that, that he would have walked away from his career to continue to pursue it. And so I knew right then that I wanted to learn Greek. Um, so I told Pastor Freilich that um, during my first week there. And from that moment on, my relationship with Professor was just such an incredible blessing to me because it felt like um, 
he he knew the effort that it was taking every one of his students to dedicate that type of time to. Um, and as uh, time would have it, during his class, I fell in love with my husband, who was taking Greek right alongside of me. And I'll never forget when we got engaged, um, we came back to class. Um, we had gotten engaged over Christmas break, and um, Professor Freilich noticed that my husband and I had moved from sitting on opposite sides of the room to sitting next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and so the very next test we had, when he was called into his office to receive his test grade, um, my husband was surprised because he normally was given his test and sent out to the hallway to correct all his mistakes. And instead, Professor Freilich told him to take a seat. And he proceeded to ask him about his intentions with me and how he was going to provide for me as such a young man. And when he came out, he was beat red. <laughs> and, and my husband said, he's like, I think he was kind of taking the place of your dad there and kind of giving me the, the one up to see if I was going to be worthy of this. And it was just such a, a special and fun thing. And one of my other favorite memories about him was that there was a rumor going around campus that Professor Freilich was the disciple John who <laughs> had never, never passed away and was awaiting the resurrection. There were rumors that he had like ascended up stairways. Um, there was one day that he walked into the room and me and several of the other students were looking down and studying our notes and we would all swear to this day that the light turned on without him touching it. <laughs> and it was just, it was such an incredibly amazing class. And I think what made him worthy of being considered the disciple whom Jesus loved was that he literally ate, slept, and breathed his devotion to the miracle of transplanting young hearts um, into the timelessness of God in his word um, through the study of Greek, obviously. And um, when I was in his class, I felt like I had stepped off earth and was walking with the church triumphant. Um, it was an insanely rigorous time, but with it came the compassion and unconditional love that he gave to his students. Um, and I really felt like through that, I finally understood that to be a Christian doesn't mean, I don't know, fitting God into my life and my existence, but being grafted into the uh, infinite love of God and the depths of his love. And I will never forget those two years and the gifts that it imparted into my life. And um, when my husband and I graduated in 2005, I had just found out that I was expecting our, our first child. We had gotten married um, over the Christmas break um, in our last year. And so come graduation, I was newly pregnant, and I remember we went right away to tell him, and he rejoiced with us. And then we found out that shortly after that was when he stopped teaching, um, and that Christmas I gave birth to my son, and we named him Isaiah Charles after Professor. Um, That's great. So, yeah. What a story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing your story, Melanie. Thank you so much for having me. 
We have more to uh, to share uh, about learning biblical languages, theological languages, why it's important, and uh, how one professor impacted so many students. That's quite a story. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We'll be right back. This is Bart Day, President and CEO of Lutheran Church Extension Fund. Every day, our Lutheran schools reach out to children and families with the love of Jesus. Our schools are a rich and vital component of the church, and in fact, they are the single greatest ministry we share that can shape the future growth and expansion of the Synod. And so whether it's a customized loan to fit your school's particular needs or help living out your ministry's God-given purpose, we want to help your ministry flourish and grow. So visit us at lcef.org to learn more. On the next broadcast of Law and Gospel with myself, Tom Baker, and Mark Smith, we will be looking at the last hymn for the season of Epiphany. And then we're going to be getting into the wonderful season of Lent, which all of us are looking forward to. Listen to Law and Gospel weekday mornings beginning at 9.30 on KFUO. The Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, on behalf of Concordia Plan Services, Lutheran Housing Support Corporation, Concordia University System, Lutheran Church Extension Fund, the LCMS Foundation, and Corporate Synod, daily reaches out to our members and partners, working together to support our local, global, and international ministries, church workers, and LCMS initiatives at large to carry the mission forward and to serve each other in love. Opportunities to serve, lcms.org careers. The story of Worldwide KFUO is a tale of technology. Radio was new in 1924 when KFUO was born to serve Christ the Savior. Now, KFUO is still finding new broadcast technologies so we can spread the gospel to the world via the web, smartphones, tablets, and new intelligent speaker devices. And when the next big thing is unveiled, we'll be there too. Broadcasting the good news at the forefront of technology. We are Worldwide KFUO. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Eddie Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. And uh, thanks to our underwriter, Concordia University, Wisconsin, for supporting the Coffee Hour. I mentioned Dr. Jastrom earlier. He is mm. now a professor at Concordia University, Wisconsin. Moved up from, moved on up the uh, the Midwest <laughs> there from Chicago up to Concordia University, Wisconsin. He was my advisor in grad school, and uh, we've oh. had him on a couple of times mm-hmm. as well. Amazing professor of uh, of Old Testament and Hebrew. Uh, he too had mercy on me when I was studying languages. <laughs> uh, we're we're talking today with uh, the Reverend Charles Henriksen, pastor of St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Bonterre, Missouri, and one of the hosts of Concord Matters here on KFUO, and the Reverend Mark Burkholtz of Faith Evangelical Lutheran Church in Oaklawn, Illinois. We're talking uh, about the remarkable professor, uh, Charles Freilich, a professor of uh, biblical languages, theological languages at Concordia University, 
Chicago, Concordia University River Forest, Concordia Teachers College. I don't think he was there when it was Concordia Addison, though. I no. Don't, I don't think so. That, that wasn't the that case. That would have been a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mark, earlier you were sharing with us that uh, you did uh, an independent study, a, a senior proj- honors project um, at, with uh, Professor Freilich. Tell us a little bit about that. Sure. So I had had Professor Freilich for three years, and I had taken all the courses that he had he was available to teach at that time. And I mean, sometimes you get professors and teachers that your learning style, their teaching style just really connect, and you, you want to keep learning from them as much as possible. So I was trying to figure out, how do I take more classes with Professor Freilich next year when there, there's nothing left to take? <laughs> <laughs> and I was in the, the honors program, and so there's an option to do a, kind of a capstone project for, my se- for your senior year. And so my goal was to kind of put everything all together. So in the fall semester, we took chapters of uh, the Bible in the New Testament, and we compared the uh, original Greek with the Latin translation from the Vulgate and Luther's German translation. So the idea was not to keep going back to English, but to see how the different languages Hmm. translated each other. Hmm. And then it was a similar project in the spring, uh, except we added Old Testament uh, to the mix. So it was an Old Testament chapter in the original Hebrew in the Greek from the Septuagint, that's the old Greek translation, uh, Latin uh, from Jerome's Vulgate, and uh, Luther's German translation. So I had to prepare four different languages for that same course. And he could quiz me or ask me any questions to uh, analyze any words in any of those languages and anywhere that they occurred in there. So it was pretty nerve-wracking to to sit there. Uh, It was just the two of us, so I couldn't hope that somebody else would jump in and help me out. But it was it was so great to see because this was something new for him. He had been teaching the same courses for years, and he had the same syllabi, the same exams. He would, of course, tweak things over time, but he had kind of gotten used to doing things in a certain way, and this was something that was new and different for him to do. And so he enjoyed the challenge of doing things that he hadn't done before, and he had to prepare some new new exams and all of that. But that, that was probably when I was getting to know him the best because it was just, just the two of us. Uh, got together once a week, and not only uh, as you were talking, not only taking an interest in the professional, but also the the personal uh, life and what's going on, and my plans for seminary and all of that beyond there. Wow. What were the, uh, the what was the textbook we used in the '90s, or that Professor Freilich used in the '90s for uh, Greek for elementary Greek? Uh, it was uh, by J. Gresham Machen. Uh, M-A-C-H-E-N, and I, I don't remember the exact title of it. Uh, like I think... Greek or something like I that. have my copy right in front of me. <laughs> New Testament Greek for Beginners, and I have the copy uh, of the Greek textbook, and I have it open to the regular verb in the back, which Professor Freilich told us was the most important pages in the book. Uh, <laughs> I also have in front of me my Latin textbook, the same one that I used back with Professor Freilich uh, when I first studied Latin with him. It says, Charlie Henriksen, Jonathan Basement, Room 110, <laughs> which nice. is the dorm room I had there. And it's uh, Wheelock's third edition. To tell you how old this is, Wheelock now is up to the seventh edition. <laughs> I want to share, uh, before we run out of time, we have uh, a few more students who had some insights to share, uh, stories to share. Uh, Pastor Philip Hoppe from Finlayson, Minnesota, had this to share. He called in earlier this Hello, week. Hello, Pastor Philip Hoppe here. 
calling in from Minnesota with a few uh, memories about Professor Freilich, uh, who I had at Concordia River Forest, now called Concordia Chicago. Uh, Professor Freilich uh, had us say every uh, at the end of every quarter, I believe it was, the Lord's Prayer in Greek. And the first time I did it, he said, this is the worst recitation of Pater Hemon. I have ever heard. And finally, uh, after uh, many tries, uh, the last time I said that to him, he simply said, okay, at the end. And I, I felt like it was a great accomplishment because I had started off apparently so miserably uh, and in the end uh, had his approval. And to have uh, a man of his caliber, a man of his uh, simplicity and honesty and sincerity, uh, when it came to dealing with the Bible and just life in general, to have his uh, approval, even though it was, you know, just an okay, uh, meant a lot to me. Uh, certainly am indebted to him uh, for basically everything uh, I know about the Greek language uh, and the use that I'm able uh, to have of it today as a pastor. So uh, remembering uh, Professor Freilich fondly, uh, and uh, hoping others are going to join in doing this as well, uh, since I know he touched so many lives. That was uh, Pastor Philip Hoppe from Finlayson, Minnesota. We are just about out of time, <laughs> and we have uh, even more stories from uh, Pastor Martin Nolan of Grace Lutheran Church in San Mateo, California. He uh, entered uh, Concordia Teachers College River Forest in the fall quarter of 1976, not planning on becoming a pastor, but as he shares in the story that uh, that was sent to me this week, uh, how studying the languages um, really did uh, was so formative for him and ultimately led to him being the, the pastor that he is today. Uh, so very thankful for uh, the gifts that God has provided through uh, through his servant, Professor Charles Freilich, and uh, thankful to our guest today, Pastor Charles Henriksen, St. Matthew Lutheran Church in Bonterre, Missouri, host of Concord Matters. Thank you so much for being here today, Pastor Henriksen. Thank you. And to show that Professor Freilich's work was not in vain, I now teach Latin and Greek courses online for the Consortium for Classical Lutheran Education. So he must have done something <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and also the Reverend Mark Burkholz, Faith Evangelical Lutheran Church, Oaklawn, Illinois. Thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour today. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support the Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you anytime, anywhere.